I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. What do you have for us today? Well, Patty, I have a guest today. Her name is Michelle. And just by way of background, Michelle is an RN. She also has her PhD, and she is an international health consultant. So she is not somebody who is easily fooled, but she, in fact, got taken in by a very complicated jury duty scam. She contacted me on my hotline and told me what had happened to her, and I asked her if she'd come on our show and um, talk to our listeners so that they can be alerted as to what's going on out there. So welcome, Michelle. Glad to have you here. My pleasure to be here and share this story. Michelle, I understand that this started by way of a phone call. Can you tell us what happened? Yes. I received a phone call uh, when I listened to the message. It said this is Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department, and it left me a number with a number to call back and with the name of a specific officer that I should request speak with. So I called the number and asked for that person. I was connected then to this Lieutenant Daniels who proceeded to give me his badge number and proceeded to ask my name. And then he said, well, this is, oh, yes, this is your case number here. So let me pull up your case here. Very officially, he said, looks like you were supposed to appear for jury duty on the 8th of January and you did not appear. In fact, on the 8th of January, we were being evacuated for the upcoming rain. And he said, well, irrespective of that, you were sent notice on the 12th of December that you were supposed to appear for jury duty. And I said, well, the 12th of December, I was evacuated. So, and I never got any jury notification. I always show up for jury duty. And he says, well, I'm sorry to inform you, but because you have not appeared, there are two warrants out for you. You will need to post bond on these two warrants. And once you've posted the bond, if we can prove that the mail didn't arrive and you never got it, you will get your money back. What other instructions did he give you about posting a bond? He said, I'm not going to give you any information about that. That's not my department at all. I'm just here as a lieutenant to notify you of this. Wow, they were good. They had all the answers, didn't they? You know, a little overwhelmed, obviously, by the entire thing. So he then connected me to someone else in the fiscal department. And this was now um, Jessica Parker at Extension 22. She was very sweet on the phone. And there were these two warrants. And one is going to be failure to appear at $250. And for avoidance of duty, it's $240. She said, we no longer are able to accept any credit card, cashier's check, or anything like that. You'll need to go and get these things called money packs. They made it clear that I needed to do this in like 72 hours because otherwise that the sheriff was going to be coming to my door. Yeah, it is a little scary. And I mean, I'm not really a naive person, but I really felt like this all sounded incredibly real. felt it was my duty to go and take care of this. So, you know, I went to CBS on Milpas and got the money pack. And then I was told to call them back. Then I had now Mr. Thomas on the phone. Oh, okay? my goodness. Yes. This is a very sophisticated scheme. So Mr. Thomas said, well, it looks like there is an additional charge that wasn't mentioned to you. That is contempt of court. And that charge is $870. Oh, no. Then I went to the bank the next day and I wrote out a check and I was telling the bank what was going on. And they all looked at each other and they said, that is 100% a scam. And then we went to the internet 
and we called the number for the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department, and we asked to speak with Lieutenant Daniel. And of course, there's no Lieutenant Daniel. Yeah. There. Well, thank and goodness for the bank. Caught. Thank yeah. Goodness for the bank. Yeah. So, thank so, goodness that the bank was very aware. We need to give this bank some credit. Who was this bank? This bank is Northern Trust in Montecito. Well, good for them. They've obviously trained their tellers well to catch this. They have. These crooks just have no conscience. You're in a vulnerable position, and the crooks take advantage of that vulnerability. They and, sure do. And uh, it's really, really terrible what they're doing. And but these I crooks were so sophisticated with ticket numbers and case numbers. They really exactly. knew how to make it sound real. They know enough about the law as I that these charges, contempt of court, avoidance of duty, failure to appear. I mean, Vicki, correct me if I'm wrong, but they are all potential charges, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Contempt of court, definitely. A failure to appear, yeah. definitely. These are real charges. So these people were sophisticated. They knew exactly what they were doing. And did they have any kind of accents, or did they sound like they were U.S. citizens? No. There were no accents in because I speak five languages myself. I'm extremely sensitive to accents, and if I notice an accent, I often try to speak to the person in their native tongue because I find it a much more effective way to communicate. They were charming. All of them yeah. were charming on the phone. Plus, they were charming. nice. They weren't threatening, which is Super uh, nice. often the case. Yeah. They are often threatening, and these folks weren't. They nope. were sounding like they wanted to help you. The big red flag was the money pack and asking you to go to CVS, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you lost any money, but at least the big number that they weren't satisfied with the first amount they gave you, they just thought, oh, I've got somebody, and they went for more, so I'm at least glad you didn't give them any more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've done this already, but I always end every show by telling our listeners where to report scams. And I did that. You did that. Okay. It was, it's yeah. the FBI, just to remind our listeners, the FBI really wants these scams reported and you go on their website, which is www.ic3.gov and you can make a report of this and it will go into their database. So when they start investigating these crimes, your report is there. And the other agency that would like you to make a report is Federal Trade Commission. Very easy website. It's ftc.gov. So if you go to those two places, you will be helping out future victims and hopefully helping the FBI and the Federal Trade Commission find these folks and put a stop to this. So, Michelle, I really want to thank you so much for coming on our show and informing people about this very sophisticated scam so that others don't get taken advantage of, especially other people who are in a yes, vulnerable situation. Yes, thank you so much, mm -hmm. Michelle. And Vicki, if people suspect they're being scammed or they've discovered a scam that's targeting someone else, can you give listeners your hotline number as well? Absolutely. And this is how Michelle found me. Area code 805-568-2442. And I'm going to repeat that. Area code 805-568-2442. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Vicki. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.